stick my toes in I'm frozen, I know I'm God's chosen Internal explosion my toes in, I'm frozen, I know I'm God's chosen, internal explosion. What's up everybody, it's Benny J. And yo yo, it's your boy, the docile Don in the building. And this is Internal Explosion, the podcast, episode 13, Flee. Yes sir. So yo, there's so many things you could say about Flee. Like red hot chili pepper flea, man. Yo, that dude is sick on the yeah, bass. Yeah, you're a beast, dude. A beast on the bass. There a you go. Beasty bassy. Got you. I don't know what that is. <laughs> but yo, check this. So the idea of a flea, the first thing I the first thing that goes through me is a literal reaction in my body, which is itching. Mm. If you've ever had fleas, which thank God I haven't. <laughs> thank God. <laughs> never. I never lived. Well, I guess it doesn't matter. You could get fleas no matter what Anywhere. you do. Anywhere. Just like bed bugs. So don't be discriminating on people saying, oh, it's only for homeless people. Or it's only for hotel, you know, people who frequent hotels. <laughs> Airbnb. <laughs> Product placement. Throw Verbo in there too, just for fun. Everybody's got a problem with these things. They're called pests. And they can really wreak havoc in your comfort. So if you got that deep itch in your scalp you got to think about what do i got to do to evict these little buggers well you need to get some special shampoo Hmm. and if you don't you are going to be the propagation zone for all the reproduction of these wonderful little mite like creatures Hmm. does that sound wonderful i think not so what i suggest you do is i suggest you do the work that's necessary to eradicate the vermin that live under your hairline. <laughs> wow. That's a funky thought, right? Goodness gracious, what a start. I know. So flea, irritants that we don't want. They multiply fast. And let's see, where do we compare this to real life? <laughs> well, we already have technically. But the way that I'm looking at it, you can look at a flea very much like you can at times look at a person right. who is constantly just looking to parasitically live off you or other people. All they want to do is use you for shelter. They want to use you for a free ride. And what do they do for you? Not a lot. They irritate you. Do they do anything that's positive? Nah. So if that's the truth and there's nothing positive about having these little flea-like people along for the ride, then I think it's important we address the fact that they're on us and maybe we haven't done anything about it. Maybe we've just learned to tolerate this irritation. Mm. But how does that serve for us to grow in ourselves, to grow in Christ, and to make sure that we're staying super focused on what it is that's before us to do? If we're always putting ourselves in harm's way by hanging out with people who irritate us all the time. And I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about the type of people where iron sharpens iron type of irritation. Cause let's be real. Sometimes people say things to us that are in truth and in love that irritates us initially, but ends up being one of the best things that we could have heard sure. or experienced with that person to help us become aware of our own hearts and the thoughts that we're having. We need that type of irritation. 
It's the irritation that serves no purpose. It's the irritation that's like, hey, do you just want to hang out tonight? Do you just want to watch shows together? Do you just want to waste time? And eventually that runs its course. It doesn't last forever. It actually does get old. And then we start nitpicking at each other, pun intended. Mm. And it's really, it's really, it's really a futile effort to hang out with people who merely just leech off of one another. We don't want to be like that. As Christians, we want to make sure that we're doing everything we do with purpose and having vision. But if we're just allowing people to be in our lives and kind of having a willy-nilly type of attitude about who we choose to be around and who we don't choose to be around, if it's just like open-ended, it's not going to benefit you. It's not even going to benefit them. So we have to have a real particularity about us as Christians when it comes to who we surround ourselves with. Don't just be around people who want to have fun because I guarantee that fun will become irritating over time because one of you is going to start to grow up and grow out of it. It's weird when you see two people who can stay that way for good. (laughs) Do you typically see that though? Like doesn't, doesn't it usually happen where someone outgrows the other? Yeah. On that same point, my grandma said this thing that will always stick with me. She said, fun is fun. But if you turn it around, it spells enough. <laughs> enough said. <laughs> so I was like, you gotta, you gotta end that after a certain period of time. Yeah, dude, I like that. Enough said. Enough. Yeah. Yeah. What what about what about the other end of the spectrum? We talked about the people that are or people that we should flee from. Yeah. And I think about the the depths of grace that God has showed us, mm-hmm. because you know we talked about this probably last season. How God, who is righteous and sin can't exist in the same space. Yes. Yet Christ came down to earth in the midst of this, for lack of a better word, dirty creation that would make a righteous being crawl. This petri dish. Yeah. Oh goodness. But in the midst of that, did life with us. Yeah. Knowing full well, since you know Christ is God, mm-hmm. knew, knowing full well that people would treat him wrong, yeah. ridicule him, and eventually crucify him, yet Christ did not flee from us. No. And so, yeah, we are to flee from people, individuals that would wrong us or would lead us down the wrong path. Yes. And on the other side, Christ is like, you know what? You need me to help you. Yeah. So that you can be righteous in God's sight. And so the other part of flee is we we have an example of what happens when someone has grace and mercy and says, I'm going to love you so much. I'm not going to flee. I'm not going to be like surface level. I'm going to do life with you. I'm going to grow and you know be with you. And then the Holy Spirit gets sent to be with us, to be that paraclete, to bind to us to walk with us through this journey. So yeah. we have the righteous <laughs> version of this, and then we have those fleas that are like true pests. That's true. I like that you use the word paraclete. I haven't heard that in forever. <laughs> but, yo, it does grip tight like a paracletes. Ooh, not just uh, the Greek. I like it. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, he, and so it's amazing that God deals with the fact that we are irritating people. I mean, we are constantly mm-hmm. defying him. We're constantly sinning. We're struggling to stay close to God. Even when he does amazing things to show us his love, to show us the truth, and to show us that he wants to comfort us and, and to be with us, what do we do? We just keep doing whatever we feel right. like. 
We do, we do everything that's contrary to what he's called us to. And imagine how irritating it must be to be a, dif- a divine, almighty, perfect God with self-sufficiency, meaning he doesn't need anybody to mm-hmm. be sufficient. He is literally sufficient within himself. And then there's this creation you made. And all they want to do is whatever they feel like doing. And all they do is keep on sinning night and day. Everything they devise in their hearts and minds is evil. No matter what we do, we just never know how to stick to the truth. We don't stick to the narrative God's given us. And half the time, we're just just fumbling around trying Mm. to figure out where to go, what to do. We don't understand. And it's, I, th- I do believe that's why God says in the scripture to not lean on our own understanding, mm-hmm. but in all our ways, acknowledge him and he will make our path straight because he already knows that our knowledge is flawed and we're going to handle it inappropriately. We're not going to take care to understand on our own strength. We're not going to be able to do it. And even if we tried to take care, which a lot of people do, systematic theology, hmm. It's essentially what that is. It's, it's obsessive compulsive disorder in a theological writing. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> it breaks it all down piece by piece to the most concise level. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. But we need God to keep us in line. We are the constant irritant here. God is not an irritant. If, if Sometimes he sends things to irritate us, mm-hmm. to stir us up. So that we would go out and seek again, so that we would go out and get fired up towards something. And maybe that's how he guides us to the path he wants us on. That's good. I would be sad if God didn't do that to me often because I don't think I'd ever, Mm -hmm. ever, ever, ever. And I actually don't believe I would ever go back to God under any circumstances in my own strength or by my own will. I would never do it. God always leads me to repentance with his kindness. Always. And it's always in weird ways that are irritating. It's always in ways that make me want to, I don't know, do something reckless. It's always in ways that make me question, man, like, why do I stick with this Christianity stuff? It's so frustrating. But then I get to see the good fruit that gets yielded in my life when God corrects me and I'm willing to obey and turn away from my wickedness. It's like, yo, God, you've done so much. You've led me along. You've led me into much greener pastures than I could have found myself. I feel fulfilled in you. My irritation is going away, Mm. but I know it'll come back because I am prone to wander, as we all are. Yep. But we need to stick close. We need to basically feed off of God. We should act like little, we should act like little fleas. Mm -hmm. And we should just start feeding on the scalp of the Lord. On the scalp of the Lord. <laughs> I can't unhear that. Wow. No, no, that's a permanent that, one. That's, 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 that, wow. I just, uh, more or less anthropomorphized God. You, you did. I gave him a scalp. You gave, you gave him a scalp, which is helpful to be able to think about God in, in real terms. Yeah. But you, you also highlighted sin because, you know, sin, sin starts out very small in yes. some cases. In some cases, we wouldn't even notice it was there. Just like having one flea yep. might be a little irritating, but usually it becomes a problem when there is a problem, Yeah, when, his, when something is being consumed. Mm. And if we look at sin the same way, if we look at behavior that is not helpful, 
sometimes it's the same way. If it's an addiction, it starts out as a sip or a look or a touch. And before you know it, you are so far down the line to being consumed that the only way to get out of that is God. And, and God knows that. You know, God knows how each of us are built, how we process things. And God works in the midst of this sinful creation, you know, right here, this sinful creation. And I'm reminded of the scripture, while we were still sinners, you know, God sent Christ into this world to save us. Yeah. And when, when people say that God is not a merciful God, you know, God, God allows us to live with sin to a degree. Yeah, because if if God just rips sin away from us, He knows that that'll probably destroy us, and yes. so there is a long, painful process of gradually taking sin and ripping sin and opening our eyes to seeing sin, and so that we make that conscious decision to say, "Yeah, enough is enough." It reminds me of the the parable of the weeds. There it is. Because check <laughs> this is. out in that scripture in that in that portion of scripture, it's like. The question ends up being something like, well, why shouldn't we just rip the weeds out? Mm -hmm. Why don't we just tear them out and throw them in the fire? The reason being is if you tear the weeds out, you'll also tear out the parts of the of the crop or right. the or the land that are good, mm -hmm. that have righteousness in it. So you can't you can't go and destroy the weeds on their own because they are connected. There is interconnectivity between all of us, whether we like it or not. So God allows us to all live together. And guess what? I heard this. So think about how we treat our lawns in order to mm -hmm. try to reduce weeds. You don't kill the grass. You don't necessarily rip the weeds out either. You treat the grass. Mm. You strengthen the grass. And it takes care of the weeds in a process right. that preserves the thing that you consider righteous, in this case, the grass that you desire. Mm -hmm. But you never just rip it, you never rip anything out from the roots because you never know what might be coming up also with it that you didn't mean to tear up. So it's a blessing that God leaves the weeds with us because two things happen. One, all of it's preserved and it gives the weed a chance to prove its worth. <laughs> Because the weed actually might end up being useful somehow. Things that we consider weeds. Sure. Something could be useful of it. We don't always realize it in the moment. And then the second thing is when you think about when you think about the adversity that's represented between the grass and the weeds, there is something about that for us as well. We have the struggle of having to grow around the weeds. The weeds are right there represented with us and they create a lot of the frustrations for those who are trying to live righteously. But what is righteousness if it's not tested? <laughs> what is righteousness if you don't actually have to demonstrate it by the way you live and show through your actions, through your words, all of it and in your heart, like it's not just outward things. There's also a part of you that has to just be sincere between you and God. It's not something that other people can necessarily determine for you. You have to be sure that God is doing this work in your heart. And you have to be sure that the things about you are lining up with what the scripture says you should look like as someone walking in the footsteps of Christ. There's just no escaping that piece. But we need the weeds in order to make us mm -hmm. struggle 
to give us that adversity to allow us to grow up and grow through it. Wow. What a, what an interesting relationship to have, but you know, it, it also requires us to be mindful as well. You know, we, we have to be diligent in being attentive. If, if we see fleas or if we are around personalities that are, are detrimental to our, to our growth um, if we're around weeds that are stifling out, you know, being able to see and perceive God, mm-hmm. uh, we have to be diligent to the best of our ability to to flee from them. And sometimes it's hard, yeah. but you know, prayer is amazing. You know, we'll, we'll probably have to talk. We'll probably have to take a whole episode on the power of prayer. But long yes. story short, most of these things we can't do on our own. By the time you have a full fledged infestation of fleas. You need a professional. Yeah. If if you have weeds all over the place, you're going to need a pro to come in. Mm-hmm. And so prayer prayer is that help. You know, prayer is that request line. When we get to a point where we're like, we can't see past it. I don't know how I'm going to do how I'm going to do this. I don't know how I'm going to get over this. Mm-hmm. That's when we call on the pro. We call on God. We reach out and say, God help. Amen. God please. Amen. <laughs> and God is the one. That doesn't flee. In fact, God God flees, but he comes into the situation mm-hmm. and alleviates that pain. Sometimes it's instant. Sometimes it's over time. But Sometimes God he pronounces it. it for a moment. <sighs> wow, Sometimes man. we need to feel the, the burn. Yeah, we got to feel that. Or we don't wake tough up. Word. <laughs> tough word. It's not always comfort. Yeah. Sometimes it's fire. Sometimes it's refining. Mm-hmm. Either way. All of it's necessary. Whatever God has you dealing with, whatever he's allowing you to go through, it's going to be for your blessing if you're seeking him. Oh, my gosh. Well, Scripture Scripture says um, he knows the way that I go. Um, after I've been tested, mm-hmm. I will come forth as gold. Yes. You know, we don't just start out like gold. You know, We have to go through the testing and the refining because, truthfully, we've allowed ourselves to become infested. Yeah. Because in some crazy, sadistic world, we actually like it. Isn't because sin is like that sometimes. Why do, why do we loathe? Why do we loathe? We like we we chill around like a like a little flea bag. There you go. There you go. We are nasty by nature. We just we wallow. Right. Going back right. to the pig, mm-hmm. the consume hat. We wallow in our filth. Right. Why? Why do we? Why are we so prone to wander and fall back into the mud? And just stay there like it's all good. Like we we love being unclean. Like we love the stuff that is just disgusting. Mm-hmm. What is that? But, it's in nature. But there is an invitation today to to flee from it. Yes. To flee from it. Um, sometimes it may feel good. Sometimes we don't want to. But sooner or later, if we don't make the decision to flee, God is right around the corner. Because God is not going to run from us. God loves us so much that God will say, you know what? We we need to do some heart work. We need to do the hard work and the hard work yeah. in order to get you out of this situation. If you're not going to flee by yourself, I'm going to help you yeah. because I love you. And there is a better life than this life of being consumed mm-hmm. by something else. So yeah, man, t- tough word today, man. Yeah, it is a tough one. We're just used to doing what we're used to doing. So Trying something new can be incredibly intimidating. Right. Sometimes even straight up frightening. Mm-hmm. But 
again, like always, we're so glad that you came through. We're so glad that you're checking out us here at Internal Explosion, the podcast. Again, I'm Benny J. And yo, it's your boy, the docile Don, in the building. And this was episode 13, Flea. Take care this week. We hope to continue seeing you come through and check out these videos as we make them week to week. Uh, next week, I have no idea what we're going to do, but it's going to be fantastic because we're going to pick another hat. So until then, take care and have a wonderful week. Peace, y'all. I pointed. <laughs> you know they say, right pointing a finger, you got three pointing back at yourself. Yeah, right between the eyes, man. Yeah, that was ruthless. Give him the old new guy eye. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all.